0: Being pursued is a bad thing, right? It's when something is after you, and you can't shake it off, and it's always there. But what if you were being pursued by something good, something brilliant, something life-changing? Would you stop and let it catch you? Or would you keep running? Hi, welcome to St Ninian's Church in Stonehouse. I'm Stuart, and I get to be the minister here. This week, I'm joined in worship by Blake and Yvonne. We're working our way towards our building being open for worship on the 9th of May. Here are the measures in place. Attendance is limited by two meters social distancing, so we will have a booking system in place. You will have to pre-book, you can't just turn up. We can fit somewhere between 24 and 50 people, but that depends on who comes and if people attend as part of a household. To book a place, you need to phone Margaret McGregor on 01698 792552. that's 792 552. We'll take your name and phone number for track and trace. You must wear a face covering at all times unless you're exempt. There will be music, but no singing is allowed. You will be shown to a seat. You won't be able to choose where you sit And there are no cushions on the seat. The service will be almost identical to these video services. That means it will last for a maximum of 30 minutes. At the end of the service we'll ask you to leave straight away and not to gather and chat in the car park. It looks as though social distancing measures will be in place for all levels in the new tier system, even level zero. So these new rules for worship will be the rules for months to come more detail on how to book and information about our safety procedures will be on the website soon if more people than we can fit in want to come then we might ask you not to come every week and to allow others to come these online services will continue even when church is open again our family quiz will be at 7 pm on the 7th of may on zoom the details are on the screen now and it will also be on the website and Facebook page in the week running up to the quiz. The questions have been devised by Fiona Anderson, and there are some for all ages. So let's hear our reading from Scripture as Blake reads to us from John chapter 10, verse 11 to verse
1: 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep.
0: Being pursued by someone or something is usually bad. Who wants to be chased down by something or someone who's relentless? Who won't stop? Who will never give up? But That's the very thing that's at the heart of the story we heard Blake read for us from John's Gospel today. When Jesus talks about being the good shepherd, people would have heard something quite different to you and I do. For us it's a nice picture of a dedicated shepherd who will look after his flock and keep them safe from harm. But the people reading this and hearing it, for them the good shepherd was something much, much more. The king of Israel was the shepherd. It started with King David, who, when Samuel went to find the new king, he met all David's older brothers, and eventually his father had to send for the boy David who was out in the hills with the sheep. He was called from that shepherding to be the shepherd of his people. But David was also very aware that he wasn't the shepherd in charge. It was him who wrote that most famous of all the psalms, Psalm 23, The Lord's My Shepherd. It's a psalm about being led and accompanied on the path of life by God, who looks after us, provides for us, and is always with us. But at the end, there's a wee word that's not quite right. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I wonder if you can guess which word is the problem. Well, it's follow. And here's the problem. Follow sounds as if goodness and mercy are trundling along behind you, trailing in your wake, never quite catching up. So if follow isn't quite the right word, then what is? It should be pursue. Surely goodness and mercy will pursue me all the days of my life. And that, I think you'll agree, is a whole different thing. Being pursued is being chased. It's relentless. Day and night, no matter where you go, you can't hide from something that pursues you. It's all about Liam Neeson. I will find you. But why am I telling you about a psalm? When our reading for today is about Jesus saying that he's the good shepherd. This passage comes as part of something else. And to read it without the other bit means that we miss out some of the meaning. In the previous chapter, chapter 9, Jesus has healed a man born blind. And that's a great thing for the man at first. And then it has some startling consequences. The people in his community are scared and they're suspicious and they throw him out of the synagogue. He's separated from his religious community. When we hear this story, we might understand what's happened. We might sympathise with the man We might even think of times when we've been excluded from something or asked to leave. But in this last year, all of us have been outside of our churches. So perhaps we might all feel a little bit of what this man feels. For the first readers of John's Gospel, being thrown out of the synagogue was a very real experience, as people were suspicious of those who followed Jesus. There were divisions in communities and even families. It's into that experience, our experience, that Jesus speaks these words about being the good shepherd. But something happens just before he says all this. In chapter 9, verse 35, we read that Jesus heard what had happened to the man and he went and found him. He found the man he had healed. It's the same idea as in the psalm. Jesus pursued him. He didn't just look around to see if he was there. He went looking for him. He searched for him and he found him, just as the good shepherd would do for the sheep. The second thing we need to notice is that Jesus uses the term I am. I am is a play in words. For us, it's one of those identity markers, but it's almost always followed by something. I am tall or short or whatever it is that we want to add that tells people something about us. In this case, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd is the best shepherd, the ultimate shepherd, even better than King David, the shepherd king. The good shepherd is a claim. A hugely significant identity to the people of Israel in Jesus' time because the Good Shepherd was the Messiah, the King of Kings, and that's who Jesus was saying he was. But, and it's a massive but, I am is also the name of God. When Moses asks God's name, God replies, I am. So Jesus is saying he is the Messiah, but he's also saying he is God. So when Jesus talks about the Good Shepherd protecting us and pursuing us, he means God protecting us. And pursuing us. I don't know about you, but I'm really struck by that image. The idea that Jesus comes looking for us, pursues us, even when we're lost or thrown out or separated. It's an idea that brings comfort. The thought that God will find me, that God will seek me out and never leave me, even if I try to run away, that sometimes, despite myself, God will love me. Here's the challenge in this passage. Jesus has more sheep, other flocks. There's a real danger in religion that it becomes exclusive, that we start to classify and categorise and separate. Obviously, we're the ones on the list. We're the sheep that Jesus looks after, and those others, well... We can even get sucked into doing it in our churches. Over the last year, I've lost count of the number of times that people have asked me what I'm doing with my time because the church is closed. Or have suggested that those people who come along on a Sunday to the building are more important than the people who join online. Or the online church isn't real church. It's just second best to make do until we can get back. And that might be the case for some of you. But for others of you, this online church has been a way to get involved, to stay connected or, or to become connected for the very first time. It's allowed people who have been on the outside to be on the inside. Well, some of those who have always been on the inside... I felt that they are now on the outside. And here's the thing. We're all on the inside. We're all part of the good shepherd's flock. And not because we join in whatever way we do with St. Ninian's Church, no. We're on the inside because God made us and knows us and loves us. It turns out we're all his sheep. That's what Psalm 23 tells us. The Lord is my shepherd. And that's true for all of us. For everyone. And when we join the Good Shepherd on the journey, only goodness and mercy will pursue us, all the days of our lives. Not problems and hardships, not sadness and heartache, not loss and loneliness, only goodness and mercy. Those are the things that God wants for us, desires for us, hopes for us, so much though that these are the things that surround us and won't ever leave us. If only we'd take a moment to see it, to stop running away, to stop hiding, stop cutting ourselves off or trying to exclude other people and just let God catch us and surround us with love.
2: The Lord's my shepherd Só Oh
3: God, help us to see your presence in our lives, your abundant gifts poured out in all your creation, given that we might live well in peace and in love, sharing the joy of each other as well as the burdens. Today, as disease continues to spread throughout our world and healthcare workers become ever more stretched, we pray that you help us to never avert our eyes when any of your children are suffering. Instead, let us hear your call to create lasting change. Today, as the economic and political situation at home and in other countries continues to sow division, greed and distress, we think particularly of our leaders struggling to guide us through these difficult days, as well as those who continue to put themselves forward for public service. We pray that you help us all to know that we are never self-sufficient, Instead, let us always be aware of how much we need each other. Today, as your church continues to work for its place in a changing society, where anger impacts the lives of so many, where love is so often eclipsed by hate, we pray that you help us to find our voices to speak up and to speak out in your name and for the sake of your message. Today, as we continue to seek your wisdom and guidance, We strive to live in a way that is pleasing to you. We pray that you help us to recognise our safety in your fold, that we will see what you have given to us and that we will work always to shine your light and spread your love to everyone today and every day. Hear us now as we pray together in the words you taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name.
0: Let us go in peace to love and serve Jesus, the Good Shepherd of all of us. We go, surrounded with goodness and mercy, pursued by love, blessed by God, creator, source and spirit, today and all the days of our lives.